Cut the booze, lose 50 kilos, and fulfill your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. You are with Radio Chaser with Charles, Andrew and Zoe. <laughs> and speaking of, Zoe's about to make a horrible financial decision. We want you to put a giant stop to it. We'll talk about that later. So, guys, I've been um, like single parenting now for um, 24 hours. I did. Ooh. Did Mark finally you'd... leave you? <laughs> well, he says he's gone to the States, but look, I mean, I wait till he returns before I'm confident it's just a holiday. Oh. But I mean, look, if I wasn't 100% <laughs> sure who was the better parent, um, it's become quite apparent very, very quickly. I don't know what I'm doing. I really, <laughs> right. I've got no idea. So I had to get, I got a text message this morning. And let's be clear, like people are so concerned in my life. Like people came around for dinner last night. He only left yesterday after afternoon yeah. like mark took my the kid to daycare yeah. he's left in the afternoon somebody came over and brought us in because like, what is zoe gonna do with it, this? it's a welfare check it's clearly yeah. like people are people are concerned after <laughs> and, hours yeah, i'm just <laughs> getting honestly got about four messages how are you guys going okay <laughs> right anyway I, I thought i was like oh geez leave us alone we're all right and then this morning i was taking the baby to daycare and i was like i'm all over this i know i'm gonna go to daycare i know it's daycare day mm. And I got a text message from Mark from America, and he was like, "Now I, I know, I know, I reminded you. I don't mean patronising. I know I remind you about this a lot, but don't forget it's photo day." Mm. And I was oh. like, "Oh, I definitely forgot it was photo. <laughs> Who has photo oh. day at a daycare?" And I looked at the baby, right? And like for daycare, I usually, if I ever dress him for daycare, which I don't normally, but if I do, it's like the worst clothes because it's like, yeah. well, they're gonna get. So he had this T-shirt that had this giant brown stain on it, and he literally had like. <laughs> Basically, snot for hair gels, like just congealed everywhere. This and is so, the photo day. Yeah. So luckily, I was still in the house, so I just like yeah, yeah. kind of did my best to sort it out. Vacuumed your kid yeah, down. Yeah. Anyway, look, yeah. I don't want child services to come. Mm. So look, I know mm. you guys aren't exactly the best people to get parenting advice from, but I'm out of options. Oh well. Well, so what should I? What should I do? Well, I've got eight more days. Well, my my key piece of advice is get a, a battery pack. For your iPad, because otherwise the batteries only last about eight hours. <laughs> That's um, a great idea. Yeah, yeah. and you've got you to need keep at on. least. Yeah. 20 hours in a row. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, you, I found. Yeah, mm. that's good. I have been allowing a drawer to do about 90% of the parenting duty. So there's a yeah. drawer that he can open and it, it's just full of containers. So that's his mother now. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, I, I hope you're all planning not to come into work on the day of the global climate strike. Are you? Like, it's coming up. It's coming up on Friday the 20th of September. Mm. Yes, I yeah. absolutely knew that fact. Did, did you know that fact? Well, it's true, though. It's worth getting on board this because everybody on Earth is being encouraged to just walk off the job on Friday the 20th of September to send a message to our leaders, you know, that what? we want something I, done. We want I, some climate action. I support this. I support this because I support climate action and mm. I support this because I support not working. Yeah, both good mm. things. Yeah, they I, they're both really good things. Yeah. Not, mm. Especially both, on a Friday. It's a good it's a good On day. a Friday, exactly. Yeah. Well, most people go on strike every Friday. But yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Although, doesn't it depend what your job actually is? 
Attention everyone, are you fed up with our leaders doing nothing about climate change? Yes! Yes! yes. Are you tired of not being listened to? Yes! yes. Then let's all go on a global climate strike! Yes. None of us should go to work on the 20th of September. Including me. Including you. But I'm a climate scientist. What? I'm a climate scientist. If I don't turn up to work on the 20th, I won't be fighting climate change that day. Well, well, yes, but, you know, we're sending a message. But if I go on strike, the message will be that climate change is good. Right. Well, yeah, you'll look fair point. Yeah, OK, I suppose you'd better go to work on the 20th. But everyone else, go on strike. What about me? I work at a wind farm. I'm sorry? If I don't show up to the wind farm, there'll be no renewable power generated that day. OK, well, well, you can work on the 20th then. But everyone else... What about me? Well, who are you? I am David Attenborough. If I don't work that day, my programme about climate change will be dangerously delayed. Oh, God, all right then. Well, look, look, the climate scientists and the wind farmers and David Attenborough can all go to work on the 20th. But everyone else... What about me? Uh, What's your job? I'm the organiser of the climate strike. If I don't turn up on the day, it won't happen at all. Oh, f*** Radio Chaser, Triple M. Guys, I'm a little bit annoyed with my, my partner at the moment because he's not letting me... I have this, this fantasy, right, mm. about, um, like, I don't, it's not a sexy thing, just like a, just a life goal, but fantasy. I really, I just really would love to one day, in my wildest dreams, I'd love to own a boat, right? And Mark, my partner, thinks this is so preposterous. He won't, he's like, you can't even dream about that. You're not allowed. It's, it's, too, it's too outlandish. Well, he's right. What do you mean? You can't. No, boats are terrible. Boats I, are, are. I can't fantasize about one day owning a boat. No, because they're a waste of money and, and they're, uh, they're the most, you know, uh, horrible thing to own. Do you, Why? Even, do you know anything about owning a boat? <laughs> the practicalities. Do you know how much yeah. a boat costs? Because they're hard, Zoe. They're yeah. hard to own. You've got to do stuff. My, like fill them up with petrol and stop them leaking and stuff. My brother-in-law bought a boat once, like like with four friends, and it was the worst decision of his life. Really? He just ended up in a hole for about three years. Oh, well, I mean, and it was a tiny boat. But I mean, how much? Well, I mean, what do you like? I don't know if to fill it up with petrol. I mean, that is another thing my partner actually had to remind me of when he messaged me today. He reminded me to fill the car up with petrol. Well, you got to <laughs> get I that first, though. Because you got to get to the I boat. Will wait, I will wait until I remember to fill the car up with petrol mm. before I get a boat. But I mean, like, what? I mean, how much can it possibly cost a boat? This is on the water. It's like a, bloody like a big, like a big like wooden J- fish. Where the sort you? of thing James Packer owns, Zoe? Mm. Not, not you. <laughs> where are you going to park? Where are you going to dock it? Well, in the water. <laughs> you still want this boat, don't you? I can I mean, tell you still want the boat, just, despite I, all... Oh, okay, guys, I'm just having a little fantasy about owning a nah. boat, and you're well, crushing it. Well, don't have it. it. Nah. Stop having the fantasy. What? One triple three five three. can people ring up and tell Zoe she's not allowed to get a boat? What? Yes, yeah. yes, that's kidding? a great idea, yeah. yes. You can hear then, Zoe, you can hear evidence-based, you know, advice yeah. from, uh, from from Sydney on why you shouldn't get a boat. This is a great idea. Give, give us a ring now, one triple three five three, and tell Zoe why this? she shouldn't get a boat. I hate this. <laughs> Let's go to Gary from Quakers Hill. Gary, do you think this is a terrible idea for Zoe? I would think so because, first of all, um, I'd take a break, but you need to have a boat licence. Well, who's and to say also- I don't have one, Gary? 
Oh, I didn't Zoe. say you didn't have one. I just said you need one. <laughs> Do you have one? Do you have one? I got my car license like last year. No, I don't have a boat license. Continue with your mean things you have well, to say to me. Well, it could be minimum 10% per year of the price of the boat, plus fuel, water, mooring fees, like uh, ramp fees. What are we talking, like a couple hundred bucks? It can get, it can get <laughs> extremely expensive. Well, what's a ramp fee? They're like a, they're like a black hole for water, but you know, it's not the space. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whirlpool for your money. Oh, well, gee, thanks for the support, Gary. Vlad from Doonside, is this a terrible idea to buy a boat? Well, it depends how rich you are, I suppose. Uh, not very. Next. <laughs> well, do you know what boat stands for? What? Uh, break out another thousand. Oh, Zoe. <laughs> well, is it just a, thou- oh, a thousand? A thousand bucks? I could probably scrimp and save, put together a thousand bucks by a boat. But do you have another thousand? No. The- no. <laughs> the ramp fees, Zoe. The ramp fees. <laughs> yeah. This Don't is worry just about a the fantasy. I just wanted to have. You're telling me I'm not even allowed to dream about having nah. a boat. Yeah, we are because it's going to do you damage with this foolish dream. Yeah. Oh, who's next? Troy from Central Coast. Is this a terrible idea? Come on, Troy. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, not great. No, nah, look, definitely a bad idea. <sighs> Had three boats in the last three months, but finally got a good one. You can come out with me. Oh, cheers. Oh, will you just give me your boat? That'd be good. No, 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 no. no. You will go fishing together. Oh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. I don't like fishing, though. Will, yeah, I don't really like being on boats. Oh. Then the buy one and then a motor will blow up, and then eventually you go buy everything new. So very expensive. You don't want one. Forget it. Oh, mm. but I mean, mm. Tro- Troy has one. He just wants to hoard all the boats. He wants to have all the boats so I can't I think, have one. I think he was trying to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's three from Z- three, Zoe. Jake from Baker's Hill. Is this a terrible idea for Zoe to buy a boat? It is a terrible idea. Oh. I've got a great story about my father's boat. Okay. So he bought about an $80,000 boat, sailed it back from Queensland with his best mate, had it moored fairly close to where he worked so he could go every afternoon with his mate. And do you know what a bung plug is on a boat? Uh, no, I do not. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a plug that stops water going in your boat. Well, he hadn't quite insured his boat yet. Oh. And someone came along, ripped the plug out, and it sunk. So I've actually got a brilliant photo that I can send to the Triple M uh, Instagram page. Oh. But it became a – the family joke is that it's a submarine. So I got a call from my mum on Anzac Day saying, uh, you want to see our new submarine? Oh, and just the top half of our boat sticking out of the water. No. Wow. Oh. 80 grand tossed down the drain. I but, didn't know but, boats had plugs. But, and, but, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what is the point? Don't have that bit. Don't put a hole in it. Don't put a hole in the bottom of it. You know what, guys? I reckon, I reckon I'll just have a bloody long bath. <laughs> it's, it's a lot cheaper. Hey, congratulations to this uh, Sydney company who's taking things into outer space this week. They're called Sabre Astronautics. I don't know if you heard this, guys, but they're mm. actually they've kind of been chosen by America. You know, America does all the space stuff, right? <laughs> they've been chosen to to join in this kind of joint exercise to um, to help U.S. space forces get ready to kind of defend the planet Earth again, you know, and that sort of stuff. You know, all this sort of outer space warfare stuff that we're talking about. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, little Sydney companies joining in. Uh, Sabre Astronautics uh, got me thinking, how good is it, finally, that the Aussie space program is up and running? Australia, your space program is now open. The new Aussie space rocket is specially designed for Australian space conditions. 
It's the first interstellar craft that doubles as a ute, featuring extra-large mud flaps for the muddy outback of Australian space. An all-kangaroo leather interior, including personalised fluffy dice to hang on the rear vision mirrors. Plus, high-tech digital radio, where every channel plays chisel and only chisel. Holden V8 jet engine gets 80,000 light years to the gallon. Oh, it even takes E10. The Aussie space rocket, because it would be weird to use a foreign rocket. Triple M's Radio Chaser. And it's Tuesday, which means it's time for... What product is this? This is the quiz where I play some audio and you've got to guess what... Horrible 1970s ad <laughs> is playing or what it's trying to sell. Okay, so the first one is it, it features a lascivious woman, um, sort of like a luscious, um, sort of very beautiful Stop woman. Stop making boob shapes with your hands <laughs> when you're saying that. It's really totally what I was putting. doing. I was sort of holding Stop the boob. You love this ad. You love this ad, yeah. Charles, don't you? And, it, and it's a sort of low cut shirt. Um, right. Doing, and she's doing her makeup. I can't type. <laughs> I don't take dictation. I won't sharpen pencils. I can't file. My boss calls me indispensable. Miss Jones. Just a minute. Right, so she can't type, she can't sharpen pencils, she didn't do anything. What is her job? If she if she's not doing any of that, what's her job? Is she's she, indispensable. Is she a ream of paper? <gasps> Wow, that is so close, Zoe. Will you make a copy of this? Naturally. <laughs> she heads over to it. I pushed the button on the Xerox 914. <laughs> <laughs> I make perfect copies of whatever my boss needs by just turning a knob and pushing a button. Anything he can see, I can copy in black and white on ordinary paper. And am I fast? I can make seven copies a minute. So there you go. Seven copies a minute as well. <laughs> on 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 ordinary paper in black and white, mind you, Zoe. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. what an ad! So there you go. There's Are you a... sure that's from the nineteen seventies? I mean, this sounds kind of like early sixties, late fifties, early sixties. I mean, it was in black and white. It might have been sixties, actually. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Back when, yeah. Those are yeah. the good old days with the Xerox. So this seven, one... Seven pages a minute. This next one is from 1974, um, uh, and it's a woman smelling her hair. Mmm, clean. I mean, really clean. And it holds any set I want. Okay, so it's obviously advertising a shampoo. What is special about this shampoo, do you reckon? Um, from 1974. Mm. Is it tobacco scented? Oh, so close again, Zoe. So you're, you're on the money. New beer-enriched shampoo, body on tap. Gives your hair super body, super whole. Beer-enriched. One-third real beer. Wow. But don't drink it. Just shampoo. Don't drink it. Just one, shampoo. Oh, my God. I should be. One-third real beer. One-third real beer. I should be a madman in the 70s. <laughs> you should. Imagine how drunk you'd be on this beer shampoo. It wouldn't have taste. It wouldn't have sort of smell terrible. Yeah, you, you, I yes, specifically you. wash my hair to get out yeah. the smell of beer. <laughs> That's right, the floor of a but your hair would smell like the floor of a pub. Okay, and now very quickly, the next one is for a video game console. 
You're watching the most exciting game you will ever see on your TV set. So what is the most exciting game console you'll ever see on your TV set? Oh, Andrew? Well, from those sound effects, um, it sounded pretty much like Pong. It, yeah, yes. Telstar by Coleco. <laughs> Telstar by Coleco. So how oh. many games do you think this console could play in total? <laughs> <laughs> right. What did what did it have? Like you know, twenty with three different games: Telstar <laughs> handball, tennis, hockey. All three at an exciting low price for great family fun. Hitch your TV to a Telstar by Coleco. Did you oh, ever see anything as exciting as that ever again on a TV, Andrew? <laughs> uh, yeah, I may, I, I may have. I may have seen something a little bit more exciting than tennis or golf. Like, I love how uninspired those video <laughs> games were. Like, you know, the point of a video game is it takes you into a different world of experience, you know. But back then it was like, <laughs> and that world is tennis or golf. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just going to be one square just going from one side of a black screen to another. And then yeah. they'll be like, it's the hockey version. It'll look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, and next year, they'll have Pong. Guys, I was just reading an article about how Amazon is challenging Bunnings with their own gardening store, right? Mm. And in the first paragraph of the article, they warn us, warn us, that mm. these new Amazon gardening stores will not have a sausage sizzle. Oh, my. I know, right? Oh, I mean, of course. They are. And of course, it's led to mass outrage all across Australia. In the wake of outrage over a new hardware store chain that doesn't offer sausage sizzles, angry Australians are now protesting a lack of sausage sizzles elsewhere, including outside public toilets. Bruce, can you tell us exactly why you are here? Mate, in this country, when you do the right thing, you get sausage sizzles. So when you vote, you get sausage sizzle. When you buy a watering can, you get sausage sizzle. So why can't I get a sausage for wiping my ass? This is Australia. A strange concept to us, perhaps, but not here down under, where government organisations and corporations alike are rolling out sausage sizzle-based rewards all over the country. I bring me canvas bags to the supermarket, I get a sausage. I do my tax, I get a sausage in the post. But steadily, as sausage lust grows stronger, the Australian public are growing more feverish in their expectations. Teachers are now striking for a sausage sizzle in every classroom. Sausages, united with bread, will never be defeated. And by defeated, we mean without sausage sizzle. Australia now has its own cryptocurrency, which involves stuffing a sausage and a piece of white bread into the CD-ROM drawer of a computer and hoping for the best. Who needs your bloody Bitcoin? And a recent inquiry has revealed that the road project West Connects is actually 25% concrete, 75% sausages with tomato sauce for glue, and mustard for lane demarcation. But there's a better way to paint road lines, prove it to me. In fact, the second most common blood type in Australia is now officially sausage. It's in me. But I need more! Some Australians have even started displaying vampiric tendencies to temper their insatiable need for this pedestrian snack. Oi, British guy, what blood type are you? Pork with caramelised onions? Or Angus beef with herbs? Oh dear God, I, I did. What's the matter? It's an innocent question! This is Stephen Watson reporting from Sydney for the BBC. Tell my wife and kids I love them! Triple M's Radio Chaser. And it's time to play the game that we call... Cat's Pyjamas or... Cat's Piss. 
So Charles and Zoe, how do you rate this story right here? Is it cat's pyjamas? Is it good or cat's piss bad? There's this town in Spain and they brought in a special new tax, the dog poo tax. If you own a dog, you've got to pay tax to cover the cost of all the, the pooper scooping and stuff. Is this a good tax? No, no, you shouldn't. You should have to pay, but that money should go to the person who stepped in your dog poo because then it'd be a good thing to second step in dog poo. Like, oh, that's annoying, but oh, I've got a cheeky fiver. Mm. <laughs> and, and what happens to all the dog owners mm. who, whose dogs don't poo? Do they still have to pay tax? <laughs> <laughs> if you have a constipated dog, you're fine. Radio Chaser on Triple M.